A goal without a plan is just a wish. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast with your host, Eric Blake. This show offers valuable insights and advice on retirement planning, specifically tailored for women. Join us as we explore various challenges that arise during retirement planning and discuss practical ways to overcome them. With years of experience in retirement planning as a financial professional, Eric brings a wealth of knowledge to the table. He is joined by guests who will also offer unique perspectives and insights. Together, they provide practical tips and strategies to help you delegate some of the heavy lifting and make the most of your retirement. Whether you are a widow, divorced, or simply ready to take control of your financial future, this podcast is designed to help you navigate the complexities of retirement planning and make the most of this exciting phase of life. We take a step-by-step approach to help you understand what's next and guide you through the retirement planning journey. So sit back, relax, and let us help you build your retirement on your terms with another episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast with Eric Blake. Welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast with your host, Eric Blake. I'm Wendy McConnell. That was very impressive with the fancy pronunciation of the name. Well, so, okay. So you got to, you got to have some background on that. So my, <laughs> my in-law, my son-in-law and his family are French. That's their, that French is actually their first language. So I had to practice, I practiced multiple times to make sure I got this one right. And his name is Antoine. So, so that part was easy. That, that part was easy. The last part, again, I practiced that name multiple times. I, I love this quote, but I had to make sure I get the name right. It's funny. There's actually multiple, I think, multiple versions of this quote floating around out there. One, there's one from Brian Tracy. There's one, oh, I think, actually, Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I had to go with this one. I had to go with the, give the, uh, you know, go with the French author. <laughs> okay, so do you know that this is, in fact, the first one to say it? I my guess is the I guess yeah, there's different versions of it. I want to say the one of the the one from Benjamin Franklin is again some version of that. I don't remember exactly what the what the wording is on that, but there's a few different versions of it. like is that Brian Tracy has one that's that's floating around out that I saw, but this one uh, this is the one I've seen most often. So this is the one I went with that I feel like applies most to our our topic today. Okay, and since you did all that practice, let's hear his name one more time. Antoine de Saint-Exupéry. Oh, there you go. We won't even know if you're wrong, so it's all good. <laughs> well, there is a YouTube video out there, so I've listened to it multiple times, too. So you can find it if you want. <laughs> okay, Eric, we are talking about your financial planning principles today. That is right. That is right. So why is this important, having the principles so I think it's important, you know, we we work with a lot of women who are in transition in some form of, or another. They've been through, they've been widowed, they've been divorced. Maybe, they, maybe they're still married, but they're just ready to take, they're ready to be more involved in the financial planning conversations. Or maybe they're single and they've decided that they really do want to work with a financial advisor as they make the transition into retirement. The problem is, you know, we think about financial planning, just the term financial planning can kind of freak people out a little bit. It's hard to know what exactly, what does financial planning really mean? And it's really my thought behind a topic like this is to give some framework for what are your financial planning principles? So I'm going to talk and share a little bit about our principles specifically, but I think you could use this as a guideline for establishing your own, whether you choose to do it on your own, or again, you hire a financial advisor to work with you. 
And you can visit, there's a lot of women who are, especially if they've kind of taken a back seat in the financial planning conversations where they're a little bit hesitant to reach out to a financial advisor. A lot of it, unfortunately, in our industry has not made it very easy. Almost anybody can call themselves a financial advisor, whether they're an insurance agent or a, a broker, a stockbroker. What you know? What is financial planning? What is a financial advisor? What's a CFP? What is a certified financial planner? If you're going to hire somebody, you need to start working through this a little bit and have a little bit better feel for what you're looking for. And again, this is where a framework like this, I think, can be helpful in that conversation. So, and then again, if you're considering a firm like us, like Blake Wealth Management, we are planning first. Then every strategy, every investment, every conversation starts with planning. What? How does this going to impact your financial plan? So you're going to help us figure out how somebody is going to actually help us instead of being the used car salesman. Yeah. So anyway, whether you're going to be doing your own planning, again, you can. You, I think you can use this framework, and that's really what my thought was: use this framework for your own planning or have some frame of reference. If you're going to hire a financial advisor, what do you want them to do for you? Because you know, when choosing a financial advisor, sharing a common set of principles and beliefs is critical to a successful relationship. And that's why with that in mind, that's what I wanted to do today is share our principles and then people can utilize that information in whatever way may be best suited for them. Yeah, and I think that's a great idea. Like you said, it can kind of be like a guidepost for some of the principles that are important when it comes to this kind of stuff, right? Absolutely. And we actually have these on our website. So we share these on our website. You can go there. You can see what exactly our principles are. We also share our uh, what our investment principles are. We'll talk about that in a, in a future episode. But being able to get that out there so people can see what are we all about Again, whether you're going to use that to evaluate us as a firm or you're going to use those as just your own guideline to make better decisions financially. So let's start with uh, number one. I think that's a good. Let's start with number one. I like that. <laughs> so I, and then again, this is, is a very strong belief for me. Some people may or may not just, you know, believe it as well, but to be successful, I think you have to have a financial plan. You must have a plan because it defines what success means. You want to identify your life's purpose and then the goals associated with that purpose. And then we want to create a financial strategy specifically designed to pursue those objectives. So you are always wondering what it is that's most important to the client. Absolutely. We want to know what's important so that we we know we can stay focused on that anytime. Things get difficult. Difficult markets, difficult, you know, the economy 2022 was a, was a struggle for everybody. But if we can always come back to those basics, to that financial plan, we can always keep that in the forefront in making decisions. I think that a lot of people have an issue with the word plan because they feel that it will be restrictive. Right. Well, and I think it's more about identifying what's truly important to you. So if we know what, you know, we, again, it's kind of the idea of we need to know where we're going uh, in order to develop a roadmap. You know, we talked about the Simply Retirement Roadmap in a recent episode, and that's where we can outline where your point B is, where we're trying to get you to, what is your point A, where are you at today, and what are the strategies that we can start taking action on to get you from point A to point B. Gotcha. So what would you say the next principle would be? And again, it's it's for us as a firm, we are planning focused. You know, many firms out there, if you if you're going to hire a financial advisor, you want to know what they do, what the what the expectations are. You know, there's firms out there that may maybe they only sell insurance, they do annuities, 
or they, they're specifically investment focused. Whereas again, we are very planning focused and we keep your complete financial life in mind to ensure proper alignment between each of your li- each of your goals. So if I were to show up at an, you know, financial planner office firm mm-hmm. and somebody was just trying to sell me insurance, like, would that be a sign that it's probably not really a wealth management type firm, more so of just people who are trying to sell? It's possible. Again, it's it's hard to make generalities without hearing conversations, but anytime you feel like the person or an advisor is leading with a product, then there's probably a good chance they're more product focused versus planning. So if somebody asks you, you know, what are your goals? What are your long-term goals? What are your short-term goals? Before they ask you about what product or investment or anything that that they offer, which one of those do they start the conversation with? What are they going to ask you about? Are they asking about your goals or what do they ask you? You know, what's your risk tolerance? You know, risk tolerance is a great question, understanding what somebody's risk tolerance is, but it may not be the first conversation to have if you're talking true financial planning. I I think that it's so important to uh, be able to identify this because, you know, so many people are afraid they're going to get taken advantage of. So it's good to know what the difference is between, you know, somebody who is actually helping you plan your future and those who maybe are just trying to sell you something. Because like I had mentioned, you know, a little bit of the used car salesman aspect comes into that, you know, you get a little afraid. Well, and yeah, that really ties again back to our Simply Retirement Roadmap process in that we say, you know, the first step is a 15-minute introductory phone call where we're going to ask you a lot of questions. We're going to ask you about your goals. We're going to try to figure out if it's a good fit. There is no conversation about investments in stocks or bonds or mutual funds or insurance products. We're not far enough along in the process to know what's the right strategy or product for you specifically at that point in time. You know, that's not going to come until in our case, it's not going to come until the second meeting where we start talking about strategies and you know potential products and maybe not even then. Again, the first thing is making sure, number one, are we a good fit for you for what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish meeting? Then we get into our net first meeting, which is let's identify your goals. Again, that's the conversation. That's the entire conversation. That first meeting is talking about your goals. What do you want to accomplish? What is important about money to you? And understanding that first and foremost, before we ever get to a stock, a bond, a mutual fund, an insurance product, any of that, that's that's way down the road from that from that point. That is very good information, Eric. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Okay. So hit us with number three. Number three. So financial planning is not precise. It is adaptive. So when you think about the changes we experience every single every single day, much less every single year, everything, there's always going to be changes. And so when you're talking about financial planning, the initial financial plan you might do for somebody or we might do for a client, it's as good as about the next 24 hours, if that. So it's really going to be the key of looking at regularly reviewing your plan, making adjustments as you need to. So for our in our case, for example, uh, we meet with every client twice a year. Typically, that's going to be in May and June, right after tax time. So you think about, I've just got my 2022 tax return done, for example. Now we need to start looking at what are the potential strategies for 2023 and beyond? How do we start taking proactive steps to minimizing your lifetime tax liability? So we meet typically in May or June. And then again, around October, November is where we would typically actually implement those strategies 
in order to make sure number one that we get it done, but number two that we get it done before everybody gets you know busy with Thanksgiving and Christmas and holidays and family. You know, family is extremely important to me, and it's important for our for our clients as well. And we want to make sure that we're not worried about did I take my required distribution in time. We want to knock that stuff out way before uh, the end of the year, before you again you get tied up with family and and friends and and holidays. So that's typically our schedule. We meet typically May, June, and then October, November to make sure we're getting action taken in the appropriate amount of time. When you talk about things uh, ever changing, constantly changing, it reminds me of when you're buying technology, a phone, a computer or whatever, by the time you get it home, it's outdated. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, and you think about, you know, just put out in our newsletter, I sent out a weekly newsletter through email. That's one of the, there was a topic that actually went out today talking about the things that, the surprises that we've seen just in the last few years. I mean, nobody, you know, COVID being the biggest, biggest example, nobody saw that coming, right? Nobody knew the impact or what the ultimate impact was going to be, especially when we were right in the middle of it. You think back to March of 2020 and you know nobody knew what was going to happen. It's going to be two weeks. Exactly. Two, it was like two weeks, two weeks to, <laughs> to flatten the curve. <laughs> it became another two weeks and another two weeks. And now, you know, that's, it's amazing that that's three years ago. Yeah. And you think about in 2022, you know, nobody had Russia invading Ukraine. That was in, it wasn't on anybody's bingo card, was it? No. Nobody knew about that. And then now we got the banks this year and what's going to happen is the banking system going to go down. Oh. And those are all things. You, there's nothing we can, we can't control those things. They're, they're just going to happen, but we can control how we react to those and making sure we don't completely destroy our financial plan because of things that are unexpected, because it's not going to be the last time. It wasn't the first, and it's definitely not going to be the last. Yeah, so that actually leads right into number four. We can control the things we can control. We're not going to pretend to know which way the market's going to go tomorrow uh, or the next six months. We have a pretty good idea over the long term what the market's going to do, but even there's no guarantee of that. So you know, we're not going to we're not going to try to predict things. We believe in controlling what we can control. So that's the amount of money we're saving, how long we give our savings to grow, what our asset allocation is. I think very importantly, our behavior, how we react to different things that, that come our way, and then making sure that we're planning for various risks that are out there. Again, some of these things, you know, pandemic, we can't really plan for, but right. we can make sure we got enough life insurance. We can make sure we've got long-term care insurance. We can make sure we've got some of these risks planned for in advance. Sounds like a lot of insurance policies. <laughs> and when you're talking about risk, I mean, there, there's different ways of managing risk. You know, we talked about when we were talking about the seven essential strategies to investing in retirement, one of the things we talked about was a war chest. You know, how, how do we protect you during down markets? And we have to have a strategy for that. And you can't wait till you're in the middle of a 25% decline in the market to say, well, what are we doing? We need to have that strategy in place. We need to know what the plan is in advance. And that, quite honestly, is the best way to avoid reacting emotionally when these things do happen. And remind me again, what is the war chest? What's in the war chest? So when you talk about the war chest, when in, when you're retired and we're drawing money out, again, we've talked about that this is it's a different conversation than when you're putting money in. So when we think about a war chest, what that means is the the pile of money, come and think of like buckets. So we're going to have buckets of money that says, okay, if we if we know we still need our money to grow, we're going to have some allocate, typically some allocation to stocks. That's our growth money. That's what's going to help us keep up with inflation. But when we have a year like 2022, or even a worse, more worst case scenario, financial crisis, where we saw, you know, 2008, we saw a significant decline. 
And we need to make sure we've got access to income regardless of what the market's doing. I don't want to be, you know, clients don't call me and say, well, what do you, I still need money. Let's just stop all my income because the market's down. That doesn't happen. Right. I've never, I've never received that call. <laughs> hey, can you just turn it up? Just turn off the, uh, turn the switch off on that Wouldn't for that a little bit. Nice? <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. instead to make sure we can still provide the income that you're looking for, we have our war chest. So that's typically lower volatile assets. It could be some, some amount of cash, fixed income, bonds, some different things that don't have the same level of volatility as stocks do to get us through those difficult markets when they happen. A little bit of a safety net there. Actually, yeah, you call that safety net, war chest, yeah, okay. security blanket. There's all kinds of different names we can come up with for that one. There you go. You it, you hit it with security blanket. I had one of those <laughs> as a kid and I need one That's now. That's right. Let's talk about number five. So we want to prepare for what can go wrong and invest for what can go right. You know, even the very best investment portfolio can be undone if you're not prepared for life's what ifs. So that could be unfortunate and unfortunate death. You know, a lot of our clients, that's, that's the scenario that they faced where they've lost a spouse, lost a husband, but you've got maybe health issues, accidents, lawsuits, becoming disabled, any number of things that can throw off the best laid plans. But so we plan for those. We need to make sure that, you know, we look at uh, how we can avoid, we're not going to be able to avoid them, but how do we work around them? We can't control what happens to us. So it's imperative that we prepare for each of these different possibilities and how we're going to react if they do actually happen. Yeah, people don't really want to think about these things. So, you know, how do we get it across that it's so important to address these potential issues just in case? Well, you think about if if your only method of success is plan A, and plan A doesn't happen and you don't have a plan B, you're probably going to be in trouble. And mm-hmm. that's that's a big part of what we talk about with financial planning is, you know, we've, we've got to have contingencies built in because, you know, it's not going to go perfect. We talked about, uh, I think maybe in the last episode, you want to, when a pilot flies to Hawaii, they've got their flight plan, but they're making thousands adjust, of adjustments. If they're leaving from California, flying to Hawaii, there's thousands of adjustments that they're making during that flight. They know where they're going to end up, but you never know what weather's going to do or whatever the case might be. So being able to make those adjustments as you go is really a key to getting where you want to be. And that's why the number one thing for everything is have a plan. Have a plan. You got it. Have but I think that's in this last one, number six, I'll just jump into that one because it's, it's a little more specific to us because we consider good planning to have a long time horizon. And what I mean by that is we view every client relationship as a lifelong partnership. When we we go through the process of a simply retirement roadmap with somebody, you know, we're we're wanting to provide as much value as we can through that through that process. And we say I say that, you know, by the time we get done, I provide the recommendations at the, on the other end of that. We talk about you can hire us, you can do it on your own, you can go take that information to somebody else and work with another financial advisor. That's fine. But what we're looking for is long term relationships. So we're trying to provide as much value as possible. Because if you hire us, we expect to walk with you every step of the way from that point forward, because we want to be there for our clients over the next 10, 15, 20 years. So we we want to be there for you as much as we can. So what are the things that we need to keep in mind then as we, you know, decide whether or not we want to move forward with this? So I think what you want to do first is look at, decide if you need a financial plan. You know, where are you at today? Do you feel like you know what your what destination you're headed towards? 
And do you feel like you know what the right action steps are to get you there? You know, for us, again, the Simply Retirement Roadmap, when we think about what financial planning is, for us specifically, we're helping our clients address retirement income, tax planning, asset protection, and investments. Those are the four key areas that we are going to provide recommendations in. So we think about, again, financial planning. We know where we're at today. We know where we want to be, but then we got to figure out what are the steps, what are the action items that we can take in order to make sure we're on the right track. Then I think you have to decide, are you going to hire a financial advisor to help you navigate the retirement journey? Do you feel like you've got the time, the expertise, the knowledge to do it on your own? Or you, do you feel like you, again, you want to delegate a lot of that heavy lifting to a financial advisor? So I think you got to make that decision as well. And then deciding, what do I want a financial advisor to do for me? Do I just, it could be, there's a, a lot of great advisors that I know that they maybe they just do a financial plan. That, that, that that's it. They just give you the right track to run on and you go from there and that's okay. Uh, or maybe you just want to have somebody that handles your investments for you. Decide what you want a financial advisor to do for you and then make sure you understand whether that financial advisor that you're working with is doing that for you. Mm -hmm. Where for us, again, we, we are at what I would call kind of a one-stop shop. So we do the planning, we do the investment management, we kind of handle A to Z and if that's what you're looking for, then we may be a good fit. But if not, that's okay. Hey, again, if you just want a financial plan or you just want somebody handling the investments or handling your insurance, all that's okay. But just make sure you understand what your expectations are and that that advisor is meeting those expectations. What is something we should uh, look out for? I think the biggest thing, again, is understanding how the conversation started. When you're looking at the first question that financial advisor asks you, can you tell whether or not they're trying to sell you something or not, or are they trying to understand what your goals are, what's most important to you? I think the, the, you know, the first question out of an advisor's mouth when they're, if, if they're planning first, if again, if they're planning focused is what's most important to you about money or why is money important to you? Something like that versus again, you know, what's your investment strategy look like right now? You know, right now, that's not important. If, until I know what you want to accomplish and what's most important to you, your investment strategy right now doesn't really matter. Because if you don't have the right investment, if we don't know what your goals are, how do I align your investment strategy or anything else with your goals? Can you give me an example or two, uh, or two of, of what you think, you know, would be high on the list for some people, because I think some people might be listening and just thinking, well, my goal is to have as much money as possible during retirement, but it's a little bit more specific than that, right? Exactly. So when you think about the question, like, you know, why is money important to you? It's typically money itself is usually just a tool to help you achieve other things. That could be the peace of mind. That could be spending time with family. A lot of our clients, you know, especially if they if they've gone through a they've been divorced or they've been widowed, family that's that's almost always at least on a consistent basis that's that's almost always a high priority. Is I want to spend more time with family. I want to be able to take my grandkids on vacation. That's what we're talking about. We're understanding what's most important to you about money. If it's money itself, just more money. That's a hard goal to, uh, to accomplish because you never, you know, you don't know what the end result is. What's, what's success look like? If we can define what success looks like, then we're probably on the right track. If that means more time with family, more time for travel, bucket list items, you think about all the things that maybe you, 
you wanted to take a trip to, you know, we're going to, uh, to Italy in a couple of months. You know, that's one of our bucket list items. So if we can accomplish that, then we can say we're, we're on the right track. So what is truly important to you? And if it's money itself, then we're probably not the right fit. But if it's, again, spending time with family, uh, peace of mind, those types of things, then that's what we're, gonna, we're hoping to help people accomplish. Any final thoughts here as we start to wrap things up? No, I think, I think it comes down to understanding what you're looking for. Uh, if these financial planning principles speak to you, use them however you feel like is is best. You know, use them for your own purposes. But if it's if it also aligns with what you're looking for in a financial advisor, we would love to have a conversation about how we can help you align your goals with your plan. And how do we go about making that conversation happen, Eric? Absolutely. So the easiest way, again, is to go to our website, blakewealthmanagement.com. You'll see our process. If you hit that drop down, you'll see our financial planning principles right there if you want to take a closer look at these for yourself. But then you'll also see the start here button. That's what it'll take you to this Simply Retirement Roadmap process, walk you through every step that we go through with every prospective client. If it feels like it's uh, it's something you're interested in, you can schedule a 15-minute introductory phone call right from there. That's always the first step. We want to get to know you, get to know what's most important to you, and uh, then we'll decide whether we go from there. Sounds good. Well, thank you for joining us today. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. That's it for today's episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast. We hope you found our insights and advice helpful in planning for a fulfilling retirement. Don't forget to take action on what you've learned today. Visit our website at blakewealthmanagement.com to learn more about our firm and review our Simply Retirement Roadmap process to get you on the right path to the retirement you deserve. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Thank you for joining us on this journey, and we look forward to helping you achieve your retirement goals. Remember, retirement is not the end of the road. It is the start of a new journey. So embrace it and make the most of it. Until next time, take care. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Blake Wealth Management. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Blake Wealth Management or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Blake Wealth Management, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.